dear Heavenly Father, you've given me much more than I could ever have hoped for. And I thank you for constantly talking to me and constantly giving me a willingness to study your word and to grow within you. May we continue to grow closer together for the rest of my days. Welcome to Cross Discourse, where music, culture, and life are discussed across the media spectrum weekly to help you live a godly life. Cross Discourse, Christ is Culture. Ah, yes, it's your boy Anonymous for part two of Who Am I? Who are you? So we are going to continue this conversation. I went a little over the last time and I realized I had so much more to say. And so that uh, allowed me to be able to come to you with a second episode. So what I'm going to do is episodes 12 and 13 are going to be posted on the same days, uh, which you'll already know this. So I'm, I'm talking to someone who already knew because they clicked on the link to listen to episode 13. But uh, they're going to be released together. And I want you to listen to uh, both 12 and 13 together. So if you're just putting up on 13 part two of who am I, who are you, go back to episode 12 and let's continue this conversation. As a recap, as a recap, uh, we were talking about identity in Christ. And the last episode, we really talked about uh, why I choose to humble myself and not call my name, because I know that pride is a big thing within me. And so I don't want to be prideful. I don't want to. So I'm constantly humbling myself and trying to focus on the the real important thing. And that is God. And the second thing was, who are you? We've been talking about being children of God. We are children of God. We are part of a family. We are Christians first. And that's how it should be. And we shouldn't really allow anything else to uh, usurp that. We should always have our identity in Christ, our, our, our identity as adopted children of God. And we should use that mindset to to direct our lives further on. That's really what I've been studying. Now, if you saw something a little bit different, go ahead and email me at crossdiscourse at gmail.com and we can have a discussion. I am really open to being corrected. I am really open to having a conversation because this is about Christ as a culture and we are part of a culture and we are building up this culture and we are promoting this culture to the people around us so that they can see good things happening to us. So the last time uh, I also went into, I did a lot of Bible verses, and I'm just going to talk uh, about the the two that I think sum up the last uh, part of part one. And that is that Galatians 3, 27 and 28 said this, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is no male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And that led the, that tells us right there that we are one um, and we are focused on God. Right. And so um, how does that 
how can we rectify that statement with the statement in Jeremiah 13, 23 that says, can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard his spots? Then also you can do good who are accustomed to do evil. And so we have to rectify this situation. We have to come to terms with this idea that, yes, we are Christians first. But we have so much to offer the world based on our past experiences, based on our history, uh, even before we came to know Christ. And so uh, that that lends itself to a whole uh, other discussion on the, di the types of music we listen to within the church. You know, some people I remember one time and I'm and, and this is a side note. I remember one time I was at a church event. Uh, and I've been going to a lot of uh, what we, what you would call white churches uh, for the past, I don't know, 15 years. Um, and in one particular instance, I went to a church and uh, Mary Mary came on uh, and it was uh, it wasn't the God in it wasn't God in me. It was shackles. It was shackles. And the music was very upbeat get the shackles off my feet so i can dance ah just want to praise him and um there were a few black people at, at my church at the time and everybody and the black people were dancing it and and uh, another uh christian lady or a member of the church at least uh said oh is, is that christian music uh like with a, a sign of disgust or disdain for it because it was just different from what she was known it's not it's not oceans you know what i mean it's it's not uh it's not lauren daigle it's not what, what we call ccm uh, that contemporary christian music which has its own history based on that bohemian uh type of music from back or that you know old that i don't even know how to explain that type of music uh, back where people were just strumming on guitars and the 70s style, uh, you know, Woodstock style where people were just strumming on their guitars and singing along and all smooth. And that comes the the modern modern day CCM comes from that history. Uh, so, you know, shackles can be Christian music, uh, just a different style based on the history of the people uh, and their and their. Uh, DNA, their history, how it influenced the way they want to worship God. And so that's a side note, but that lends itself to this discussion because yes, there are no Jews or Greeks, no slaves, no frees, no male, female within Christianity in a, in a sense that we're all one, we're all equal, and we all want the same goal, right? But we have history and we do have a DNA that informs us as male and a DNA that informs us as female, a DNA that informs us as black, white, Hispanic, Asian, you know, whatever. Right. And so we have to come to grips with that as we walk forward in our faith. And now this is just me. You know, I, I do believe I'm talking to God and God is working through me. Um, but if you find that I'm wrong and you have some biblical reference, please come at me. I'm not afraid to become at, right? I'm not afraid. Email me, crossdiscourse at gmail.com, and we can have this discussion. I want to look at what the word of God says. I want the word of God to be supreme in my life and in yours, right? So I, I came across, I gave you those two Bible scriptures because part two is really a, a who are you? I want to, to 
uh, direct your attention, there are three articles that I came across, three articles, and they're pretty recent, um, within the last two years at least. Um, and the first one uh, is from NBC News. And I know a lot of Christians may not uh, focus on NBC News or CNN or all that other stuff. I actually run the game and I watch everything or, or I listen to everything because I want to be informed of everyone's opinions. But this uh, particular article is entitled Racism Among White Christians is Higher than among the non-religious. That's no coincidence. Um, and it, again, it's called racism among white Christians is higher than among the non-religious. That's no coincidence. And that's NBCnews.com. Uh, and it's in, their, I guess, one of their think opinion pieces. Uh, but the, the, And it's dated from July 27th of 2020. Um, and the author, Robert P. Jones, CEO of PRRI, uh, kind of breaks it down and he, he really talks about how uh, white religious people really don't see uh, or, or like to say they don't see race and that they don't think um, uh, uh, systemic racism exists. And so they behave and react a certain way that turns off a lot of non-Christians. And again, our purpose is to spread the faith. Our purpose is to spread the word and, and, and draw people closer to God. And if we have a mindset that is uh, standoffish, a mindset that is unloving, a mindset that is not what God intended us to do that is going to turn people away from Christ, then let me tell you, uh, people are going to turn away from Christ even when you have the right message. So you're doing a great disservice to yourself when you have that type of mindset. But I think it's a good read. Um, and, and it only is a good read if you're open-minded. And I know a lot of people don't think uh, that they're closed-minded. But believe me, if you are listening to a podcast that only espouses your views, or if you're listening to podcasts or watching TV shows or watching a news channel, if you're only a Fox listener, or if you're only a CNN listener, then you are closed-minded, right? Because you're not going to agree with other people and you don't want to listen to people. And I find that a lot, that uh, people like uh, things that tickle their ears. And there are Bible verses about that. There are Bible verses that speak about how people only like uh, to be around people that make them feel good. And that shouldn't be how we are because we're called to go out into the world. There's another article that um, I want to uh, want to draw your attention to because this one is dated January 2018 uh, and it's on the website um, and it's by Kathy Harris. Uh, and if you type in the problems with most black churches and then type in Kathy Harris, this article will come up uh, from January 2018. Um, and she goes into a lot of problems with black churches and her, you know, a lot of she actually deals with a lot of issues. Her article isn't very good in terms of with like the scientific fact and anything. It's more anecdotal, um, but it does have a lot of things in there. It talks about how in, within a lot of black churches, there's this idea of just wanting to be about entertainment, uh, wanting to sing songs and dance dances and entertain the black people. Uh, and it's also it also goes into this idea of money, right? How a lot of churches are really only about building up uh, their parishioners or their their uh, their church building with people because of the amount of money that they get. And it, it goes into this idea of the um, a little bit of the 
what do you call the uh, blessings movement where those people talk about, you know, being blessed and all this other stuff. Uh, and I mentioned some of the uh, uh, old pastors like Creflo Dollar and Bishop Eddie Long and things like that. Um, but it's a very interesting listen to or read uh, because it, it, if you're open minded, it gets you thinking what our purpose is as Christians. And that's why this is part two, because it, it's an extension of the who are you? Right. Are you a white Christian? Hmm. Are you a black Christian? Are you a Latinx Christian? Right. Are you a Asian Christian? Or are you a Christian first who happens to have a history that um, uh, informs who you are, right? And the third article, it comes from the New York Times. Uh, I know you might be saying, man, this boy, NBC News and he New York Times, this dude is straight liberal. Trust me, I'm not. I'm independent. But these are where you're going to find sometimes these articles that, that kind of get you thinking. You know what I mean? And this article from the New York Times is actually called A Quiet Exodus, Why Black Worshippers Are Leaving White Evangelical Churches. And this is also from 2018. And it talks about a young lady or starts off with a young lady who uh, kind of has been in and out of the church and why she kind of left a church and, and has kind of been kind of nomadic in, in a sense of trying to find the type of church that she wants to go. But those are all three good reads that inform us and talk to us about why we are the way we are and it kind of informs us into thinking about what should be my identity what should be first should i be a christian who's black or should i be a black christian and i'm not going to read those articles but i'm going to call those out there and uh, ask you to just try and find them if you're going to do some research on your own because i always encourage you to do your research i've been talking for quite a long time so when i come back i'm going to break down i'm going to go into some more bible verses and i'm going to wrap up this whole this whole discussion about who am i who are you and and just to give you a better mindset of it all right i'll talk to you peace
right, all right. So, uh, you know, just to wrap it up, um, and this is going to be a really short episode, uh, so I'm sorry if you try to, you know, do something for 30 minutes and kind of rely on me. I apologize about that. This is really an extend, an extension of a pre- previous episode. I, I keep saying that, so I want you to understand that. I really kind of want them together, uh, but if you can't, I break them up so that you can come back to this one at a separate time. So I apologize if it's not exactly 30 minutes. Uh, but your identity is what you tie your heart to. That is the discussion here. And so when we talk about those three articles that I mentioned earlier, uh, racism of, amongst white Christians, you have to really uh, tell yourself or, or really think about what is your main goal of being within the faith? Right. What is your main goal? Why are you a Christian? Is it because you truly believe Christ died for your sins and you want to build uh, that that relationship with God, um, you know, because he loves you? Or is it more of you were just raised that way? You don't know any better. Uh, you've never done anything else and you're afraid to go out there and uh, live your life by yourself. Right. And if it is, or if it, you really need to maybe take a, a good, hard look at yourself and say, you know, maybe I need, maybe this isn't for me. Because my friends, Christianity isn't for everybody, right? If you're a black Christian, right? Let's take a look at yourself. Why do you go to church? Because another article that I read really talks about that 80%, roughly 80% of all African Americans identify themselves as Christian. And let me tell you something, uh, white people, Hispanic people, everybody else around there look at you and say, well, you're a Christian, but you do A, you do B, you do C. And let's just call it out there. Sex is a big thing within our community, right? We're, we're turning around having sex with babies all the time, premarital sex, but we're Christians, right? Um, money is a big thing. We always talk about making it and, and having myself, taking a look at myself, being individual, individual in terms of being selfishly individual. I'm about me. I'm taking some time out for myself. And that's not a that's not a bad thing per se. But when you're focusing on yourself, look who you're not focusing on. Mm, right? Who are you not focusing on when you're focusing on yourself? Now, if you say I'm focusing on my relationship with God, that's a different story and a different talk altogether, right? But when you say you're focusing on yourself, you're taking the focus off of God and therefore you're not being Christ-like, right? I know Jesus prayed all the time. Jesus preached all the time, right? Jesus was out and about. He was doing things with tons of different people. You know, with poor people, with prostitutes, he was doing things that, you know, people were looking at. Ugh, he do that, man, that's dude crazy. But he was loved by those people because he spent time with them and he got to know them. Right. So that's what I want you to start thinking about. If you're white, if you're black, if you're Asian. Now, I'm not Asian. I'm not Hispanic. I don't have a lot of Latinx friends, you know, so I don't really know too much about their culture. I don't know too much about the Asian culture either. There are problems within people uh, or within those groups when they start saying I'm X Christian, right? There are. And so we have to uh, come to grips with that. And then we have to turn around and say, we need to do better. We need to do better. We need to focus on God first. 
All right. And that brings me to my last two Bible verses, uh, Colossians 3, 1 through 4. If then you have been raised with Christ, seek the things that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. For you have died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Great verse, man. Great verse that talks about your old life and uh, how God looks at us as pure as clean, even though we're not, right? Even though we're not, we're not clean, but we are clean because of the blood of Christ. But our lives, the things we've done deserve death. And then Luke 9, Luke 9, that's one of my things. <laughs> As a, on a side note, I used to uh, run a, a youth group before I became a teacher and I played a Lecrae song and one of the verses was, I got a Luke 9 out of take all 15, something like that. And uh, the kids would always say, Luke 9, I got a Luke 9. Like a Luke 9 was like a 9 millimeter gun or something. It was so crazy. They used to joke about it all the time. And But they liked the song and they remember that. But Luke 9, 20, verses 23 through 27 says this. And he said to all, if anyone would come after me. Let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed of me and of my words, of him will the Son of Man be ashamed when he comes in his glory. And the glory of the Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truly, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God. And my friends, that is the beginning of the take up your cross section of Luke, uh, where Jesus is speaking to people. Um, we need to we need to do better. We need to do better. When I say, who are you? I'm, I'm accusing you. Who are you to think, right? You're something that you're not. Who are you to think that you're preaching out here to all these people and you're not looking at the own speck in your eye? Now, that doesn't mean we can't judge based on the, the, the Bible, based on the words of God. But when we start calling ourselves white this, black this, Asian this, Hispanic this, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I, I look at uh, this political environment that we're in currently. It's about to be the election. And I look at people and the the vitriol, the anger that comes out. I follow a couple people on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram that I don't necessarily agree with that call themselves Christians. And I look at them and I'm like, man, brother, sister, you know, you you are doing some things that I don't think are Christ like that aren't really spreading the word of God in an accurate manner in a way that is going to be worthy of praise, worthy of building up God. Right. So that's what I want you to think. So that's what who are you is all about. I want you to remember we are all God's children. We are all one body. But 
we still have our own identity in Christ and we aren't forgetting who we are and we all should have one goal in mind. And that goal, my friends, is the glory and will of the Father. All right. That's it. I'm done. I'm basically on 25 minutes and I'm going to say goodbye. I love you all. If you got more to uh, contribute to this discussion, feel free to email me at crossdiscourse at gmail.com, crossdiscourse at gmail.com. Not just discussion based on what I've been talking about, Bible verses, something that really speaks to you. I love to hear stuff like that. I read the Bible all the time, but I could use verses from you. Music, guys, I'm, I'm out of music. I mean, I could play some of my old stuff. Yeah, I could, I could see if I could squeeze in some music of, uh, you know, some artists that I really enjoy. Hopefully no one's coming after me. I'm not monetizing this podcast. It's not about making money for me. I've got other ventures that I'm involved with that, that I'm trying to use to make money. So I don't need money, but I'll try and squeeze them in, see if legally I can do it. If I get some pushback, I'll delete it or whatever. But I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear your poetry. I want to hear your music. I want to hear your words, right? And maybe I can put them in here. All right, my friends, I love you. I appreciate you. God bless. Oh.